0: Always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to remind you to hold on. A response to your prayer is coming. I had to minister in Charlotte, North Carolina in January 2014. At that time, the parents of Demetrius Samuel Jr., I just call him DJ, they were rejoicing because what doctors believed might be cancer in their 14-year-old's body wasn't. They were both happy and relieved. His father, Elder Demetrius Samuel Sr., a minister, and his mother's Sister Catherine Samuel, a singer, love God. They serve in ministry with their gifts and do their best to raise both their son and daughter, Dene in the fear of the Lord. When we were out to dinner the evening before I had to fly back home, I noticed that DJ was lethargic. He didn't want to eat. He laid his head down in his hands. I asked what was going on with him. Catherine told me he'd been like that for a while. His appetite wasn't very good, and he had been having headaches. Silently, I just prayed for him, sensing that something wasn't quite right, but not knowing what was going on. Months later, I got the news. The doctors were wrong. It was, in fact, cancer. Leukemia, T-cell all to be exact. DJ had to go through intense chemotherapy and radiation and was very ill in April when I returned to Carolina for an in-home visit with him. When I arrived to see him, he was very frail with hardly any appetite and even less energy. He was depleted from all the treatments and the aggressive illness. His father had to carry him up and down the stairs. He had lost so much weight. I just wanted to be there, you know. Well, one afternoon, when I found out he was awake, I asked permission from his parents to go up and spend a little time with him in his bedroom. They agreed, so DJ and I had a conversation. Though he was hardly able to project his voice, he made me laugh. He's such a nice young man and Very funny, too. He was alert and mindful of everything. He even apologized for some of the symptoms of his condition that he thought might make me uncomfortable. There's no need to apologize. I told him, you're fine. I'm just happy to be able to hang out with you. We talked about all sorts of things, his hobbies, friends, and his love of making people happy. I knew he was in a lot of pain, so I asked if he was tired. I didn't want to wear him out, but he told me he was okay and wanted to talk some more. And we did. A lot more. Then the conversation turned toward faith. I told him how much God loved him and learned that he had been thinking a lot about spiritual matters. Together we prayed as he recommitted his life to the Lord. It was a beautiful moment, one I will never, ever forget. While I was there, DJ couldn't really eat. Even when I brought him his favorites, his stomach couldn't handle it, so when I discovered that he really loved steak, I told him when, not if, but when he is well. We were going to go and have a steak dinner to celebrate. On my flight back home, all I could think about was DJ. I just prayed for him, recounted our conversation, thought about his family, and asked God to please heal his body. A little while later, I learned that he had experienced kidney failure and had to go through dialysis, so I just just prayed some more dj lost his ability to walk and had to go through rehab and i prayed some more doctor said he'd be wheelchair bound for quite some time and i prayed some more prayer works dj today is leukemia free he's been in remission now for some months and guess what we are going out for our steak dinner tonight may 23rd 2016 isn't god faithful he is able to do anything he hears and responds to our prayers i'm reminded of a bible story in isaiah 38 here we find hezekiah king of judah who was very ill whatever his sickness was it caused great pain and nearly killed him Things were pretty rough in his life. On top of sickness almost taking him out, the Assyrians' formidable opponents were after Hezekiah and his people. If that weren't enough things seemed to get even worse. Isaiah the prophet came to Hezekiah and told him he was gonna die and to notify his family so they could get his affairs in order. What a blow, right? Upon hearing the bad news, however, Hezekiah didn't call for his relatives as he was instructed to. Instead, the Bible says he turned his face to the wall and called on God. Hezekiah said to the Lord in verse two, remember, Lord, how I have walked before you faithfully and with wholehearted devotion ocean and have done what is good in your eyes. Then the king wept bitterly. He was torn up over the fatal diagnosis, understandably. Have you ever received news that tore you up inside? Have you been truly devastated by a shocking turn of events in your life? Have you prayed through tears? I have, and boy, is it ever a difficult place to be. After Hezekiah sought God tearfully, the Bible says the Lord spoke to Isaiah and gave him a special message for the righteous king king. He said, go and tell Hezekiah, this is what the Lord the God of your father David says I have heard your prayer and seen your tears I will add 15 years to your life. God didn't stop there He also said, I will deliver you and this city from the hand of the king of Assyria I will defend this city Oh, the Lord made good on both promises. Not only did he heal Hezekiah, but in the preceding chapter, which chronologically happened after this one we're discussing because biblical authors don't always put their writings in order. The Lord defeated the Assyrians. Sennacherib, the wicked king of Assyria, who initiated the attack and openly defied God, was killed by his own sons while worshiping idols in the temple. God turned everything around. Hezekiah's life shows us that when things look their worst, God is able to turn them around for the best. One minute the king was facing death, the next after God sent a word, his years were increased. One moment he was staring at the curse of death and defeat, and the next he was enjoying the promise of life and victory. Nobody can turn things around quite like our God can. Perhaps your circumstances look horrible as you're listening to this podcast. All you hear is bad news. Everything around you appears to be falling apart. You're thinking, Deanna, I don't see any end to the negative cycle of problems, disappointments and challenges, but God is speaking the words he said to Hezekiah to you today. He wants you to know I have heard your prayer and seen your tears. Not a single tear you shed has been wasted. Not one prayer you prayed bounced off the sky. You have been heard and seen. Know that a suddenly shift is coming. Increase is on the way. Victory is yours. Healing belongs to you. God has proclaimed and ordained it to be so. Just remember, you don't have to fret over a right now problem when you've got a shall be promised. Your struggling right now but you shall be free you shall be healed you shall be victorious in Jesus name take notes from Hezekiah when you get bad news take that bad news to a good God and watch him move he will answer he responds to your faith to remind you that God will work in response to prayer I'm stirring the latter half of James 5 and 16 in the King James Version into your cup of inspiration and it says "Be effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. As you drink down the contents of your cup, know that your prayers have reached heaven. God has heard you and it's only a matter of time before the answer shows up. In the meantime, let your words reflect your faith in God's promises and sovereignty. When defeat is all around you, speak victory. When symptoms of illness manifest, confess healing. When roadblocks are in your way, say that you are an overcomer. When the present test is intense, Praise God for your future testimony. Change is on the way. An answer to your prayer is coming. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. Some of the situations facing them today are discouraging, but instead of worrying, help them to cast their cares at your feet, fully believing that you will hear and answer. God, we know that you are able to do all things and you are not a respecter of persons. What you do for one, you'll do for the other. So I touch and agree with them right now in the spirit that change and breakthrough is on the way to their house we give you glory right now and all the praise it is due your name alone in jesus name amen your daily cup of inspiration podcast has been brought to you by empowering everyday women ministries where we help fuel your faith every day for more information log on to www.deannahobbs.com